everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fat Guy Forum. This is your host, Gormy, and I am excited to be with you once again, my friends. And with me today, I, I've got someone who's got a, a, an epic story to share with us that, you know, is in the trenches uh, of this, this fight with weight and weight issues, and I just can't wait for you to meet him. With me today, I have Chance Lorenzi. Chance, how are you doing right now? Hey, Gormy. Uh, thanks a lot. That was a pretty... Pretty flattering introduction, but uh, I'm I'm doing great, doing great these days. Um, like you said, just just keeping on the battle and and pushing forward. There we go, man. There we go. And so I'm sure we're gonna have a lot to talk about today. But let's start with that first question, Chance. Tell the audience what qualifies you to be on the Fat Guy Forum. Um. All right. Um. I guess besides the uh, the the blatant obvious. Um, that I'm a fat guy. I, I let my weight reach up to, uh, 600 plus 600 in and around there. Um, but more than that, I guess it was, uh, just, um, ever since I was a young kid, you know, um, lived that, that, that fat guy life lifestyle. Um, and what I've learned now through my journey and, uh, through starting my my Instagram page and and connecting with a lot of others, I, I I I wasn't alone with that with that fat guy mentality. Um, it was just it was just one of those things, you know. Even at a young age, um, elementary school, I was picked on and teased for being the the chubby kid or the fat kid or whatever you want to call it, and bullied and you know and 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 that 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 took its toll on on the mind. But you're 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 a kid, right? So you just you don't think about yourself as as being the the fat kid or whatever. You're just the the bigger kid, the kid that got picked last in gym class. Those just become kind of the kind of the norms. Um, so I dealt with that growing up, and then um, I, I was coming into my youth, and um, uh, my mom decided to get to get remarried. And so we moved to a, uh, a totally different province, and I thought to myself, you know, this this was was the time that I could I could reinvent myself. I could take all that BS that I had to deal with. That you know, coming into your youth, your 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 mind's changing, and everything's different. And I'm I'm going to be a different person, right? Because obviously, trying to be me and being picked on in my mind wasn't working, right? So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change and and we made the move and and uh, you know as as a lot of other fat guys have said on on your shows you you kind of put on this different mask right you hide the pain and and uh, that's what I did I I became I became a clown an absolute clown in my youth um, and not not don't get me wrong I I like a good joke and I am kind of a, a goof from time to time but. Uh, no, I, I just always put on this clown and, and I would I would start teasing myself and ridiculing myself to make myself funny. And if and if I could get a laugh out of people, that's that was good and and they were accepting me and, and whatnot. And and then, you know, when you're in your youth you start doing some rebellion things and I started uh started, you know, going out with friends and and, and drinking on the weekends and things like that and and I just started using alcohol as a coping mechanism and, and food as a coping mechanism. 
And using the food as a coping mechanism goes all the way back to even when I was a child, like in elementary school, um, my mom would be away at work or something. And after schools, me and my brothers would walk home because we didn't live too far from the school. So we'd walk home. And the first thing I do when I got home is I, I, you know, after a long, hard day of being teased and made fun of, I'd go to that uh, uh, jar of cookies that she had made out on the counter for us. I was supposed to last the whole week for school lunches. I I just hammer down the whole thing. And, you know, mom being mom, she'd, you know, give me a little bit of heck for it, but she loved her son. And that was that, that that's, that's where it, as far as it got to. So then in, in, in my youth, it was the same thing. I would, um, I'd be acting the fool and I, and I, and I didn't like, like that guy, but what do you do? You want to, you want to feel normal. You want to feel like the other kids. And so you do that, you go home and it was, it was the same thing. Raid the fridge, eat, eat all your feelings away and, and then go out on the weekends and, and do other, you know, harmful self-destructive behavior because you just couldn't deal with yourself anymore. And then, um, yeah, so that's kind of where that was at for my my childhood and and my youth. Um, we, I guess, yeah, you know, made it made it through school playing the fool, and and um, it was I was I was I was out of school with not much going on, um, and really just didn't like this fat fool I'd become right like he, he he was bothering me so much and um then I, were, I guess it was around like 2008 um I, I was working this job at a at a steel factory um working on the floor all day long and that for for me at the size I had gotten which I can't tell you the numbers because I avoided scales like so bloody much I wouldn't even bother going near them but um, at the size I was, my body couldn't physically handle being on the concrete floor for 10 hours a day. So I, I was just, I was just a wreck of a person. And then even I was, you know, subject to work, workplace bullying for being my size. And the bosses are always, you know, you're, you're, you're not pulling your share. You got to keep up. You got to pull your weight. Come on, man. You got a lot of weight to pull. So just pull it, you know, just another dig at, at me and who I was. and and. I guess a combination of, you know, 18 years, 19 years of my life just led up to the fact that the, the one night I, I, uh, I tried to end my own life because I hated who I was. I hated the way everyone seen me, who I was. And I, I, I believe deep down I was more than that. But if, if, if the vast majority of the people in your world don't see you that way and you're tired of living uh, a lie of a life then what's what to me it was like what's the point luckily it was a uh it was a botched attempt that i don't really need to go into the full details or whatever because that's you know no one needs to hear that but it was a it was it was a botched attempt and um i i took some time in the next few years to to try to recover and try to get my mind right and then um i ended up moving away after that um moved uh to to another province by myself um got got a different job in in the oil field very physical job 
but the the catch was they would pay for my um my for me to get my truck driver's license and I and I thought you know as a big man what kind of a better job would be to sit on your butt all day and drive a truck so that that's that was kind of the call for me I could still you know support myself financially and um and and you know start start another new it it always seemed like I was just running away from everything right um but even though the, the, the job, you know, you did sit a lot on your butt, it was a very physical job. Um, and it was, it was kind of a brotherhood and, and, and I, that's what really, you know, the, the guys on the crew really encouraged me to, to work hard and, and, and be my best self. And, you know, um, but still at the end of the day, I, I hadn't dealt with any of, of my, my, my trauma. Right. So no, no matter what I did, it, it was still on the back of my mind. And again, it was the same old coping mechanisms of, uh, you know, food. And, and then of course, you know, being on your own and, and having your own, uh, um, income that was at that time really, really good. I mean, who, who wouldn't eat at like, I like I've eaten gas station food, fast food, chips, pop. It, it was nothing to, to go through two bags of chips, uh, two liters of Coke or Pepsi, and then out to McDonald's after the work shift was done. Right. Like that, that was a daily, that was a daily food intake. But, but again, I mean, I, I, I still, my, my confidence was high and I think it was high and clouded because of uh, my financial excess with, with this. So, so, I, so I felt good about my life and uh, you know, I, I, I made that change. I, I covered it up with, with, you know, distraction. Um, but I, I still didn't want any, just still didn't feel good about myself, but, um, I, I wanted more. I still wanted to be accepted. So, um, what's the sane, rational, logical thing. Any guy who hates himself do I'll go look for a girlfriend. <laughs> Because because that's going to give me the gratification I I need right, um, so there were there there were a couple train wreck relationships and then one that stuck um, who is my wife now, um, I think we were both coming from the same place where we just wanted acceptance from somebody, and 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 that's and and so you know, not to get into a love story but we did fall in love we ended up getting married and 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 it was okay. We, we loved each other for who we were, no matter what. And that was a good thing, but it was also a bad thing because you're, I still hadn't dealt with my personal demons. She's always wanted to feel accepted. And it was like, I love you. I don't care what you look like. I love you for the person on the inside. It's Friday night. What should we do? Well, we love each other. We've had a long work week. Let's sit down to a bag of Oreos and a bucket of ice cream. And, and, that, and, that, and that became the norm. And it, it, was, it was fun. It was fun every night to do that. Um, but in the end, it was, it was basically, you know, adding more to our, to our demise and my demise, her demise. It, 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 it wasn't wasn't good but that's just seemed how life got to be um so 
I, uh, I moved again with her to, to a different province or whatever. Um, working life was life. That was kind of the whole, whole thing. You know, we, we, we both work. We were, we were trying to build this life. Meanwhile, everything around us was seeming, seeming to fall apart. Um, around, uh, 2015, I, uh, I ended up losing my job because of an economy crash in our area. Um, un, undiagnosed and untreated symptoms of depression got the best of me. And I basically gave up for four years straight. I, I never, the only time I left my house was to go out and get food and, uh, go drinking. And then after that, the only time I left my house was just to get out of the house with my wife so she could go to the local corner store and buy me junk food. And if, and, or, or I wouldn't leave it all. I, I, I like in, in, in my mind's eye kind of picture, if you will, like that, that movie shot of the up still where, uh, 600 pound man lying in his bed on the floor because he broke all the bed frames he's bought over the last years and just the room spinning, waiting to die. That's, that's what it was for me, dark and gray. And I'd roll over, grab my cell phone, phone my wife, who was now the sole provider for our family and be like, Hey, honey, I'm having a bad day again. Can you bring me home? Uh, bag of chips and 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 pick up McDonald's for supper because I don't feel like making anything for us. And that's and that's that's what it was and 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 I just I just hated myself so much and um I uh I kept get, getting bigger and I, and I and I wouldn't see a doctor. I would not go and see a doctor at all. Um finally one day I did phone my wife and I was really, really sick and really, really dizzy. And she was actually in a, in a very important meeting, but I phoned her. I'm like, I need you to come home and I need to go to the hospital. Like right now, something's not right. And I, I looked down at my right leg and it had swollen like so much that, that all this fluid was like, was, wasn't just leaking out, but it was gushing out of my leg. And, and it was, it was, it was red. It was so red and inflamed and, and purple. And like this, this had never really happened to me before. And, um, what had happened is I guess I, I, uh, ended up in the hospital, um, with a cellulitis infection. And before my wife could even get me to the hospital, I, uh, I went into septic shock where the infection got into my bloodstream. And, um, I almost died. I, I almost died. I spent like two, two and a half weeks in intensive care, um, pumped full of all sorts of chemicals and drugs just to keep me alive. And then I was, uh, I was, I was, I was weighed obviously. And they said I weighed around 520 pounds. And I was like, ah, I can't even, can't even believe that. I didn't want to believe that. And, you know, um, Again, I, I didn't, I didn't want to fess up to, to what was really going on and why this happened. It just, oh, well, it just happened. I'm fat. Those things happen to fat people. Um, 
after I was out of the hospital, I, I had lost some weight, obviously, because the hospital put me on a diet. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I've lost some weight. I'm feeling good. I'm not going to address my mental health because why would we do that? Um, let's, let's just go back to the distraction again. Let's go back to the one thing that I really do enjoy doing. Let's go back to work. So I, I landed this seasonal job and lost some more weight. And I was just like, oh, I even remember phoning my wife because I was working away from home. And I'm like, I, I just feel like my old self again. I, I feel like when me and you first met and I'm just gung ho. And, and she's like, oh, well, that's good. You know, hoping that this would stay. But um, no, that, 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 that monster depression just grew stronger. And then the job being a seasonal position, I got laid off again during wintertime. And, uh, yeah, it, it came back full force. I think I probably went from the 500, like the 40 pounds I lost. So it would have been around like 480 within that year. I jumped right up to 600. Like, like I like basically 120 pounds because I was bored again. I started hating myself again, even more than normal and back to that bed. And that's where I stayed. Um, it, it came to the point though, and I, I've heard, you know, maybe, maybe back when I was hospitalized, that should have been my aha moment, but I just got so sick and tired of being sick and tired that I, uh, I, I finally reached out, looked on Google and found some 1-800 numbers from my local area. One day when I was contemplating, you know, maybe trying this suicide thing again, um, I, I, I reached out finally, and then I started seeing a uh, mental health counselor. And, and that, to me, was the starting point for what I, what I needed to do. I wasn't changing my eating, but I was working really hard at trying to change my mindset. Um, and and that to me has been the the biggest you know push for me to get my health on track um and then unfortunately again around may 2019 i was hospitalized with a leg infection again um still very very large they had to use one of those um bed lift scales where they put you underneath all these straps and it's like looks like you're basically a whale being lifted out of the water and that's what it was. And then they gave me my weight and it said 597 pounds. And that time with learning to deal with my mental health and whatever, that was like, okay, you've almost died twice now. You've tried to kill yourself numerous times or thought of it numerous times. And let's, let's do something about it. And luckily, I, I had a friend who uh, she was doing the, uh, the ketogenic diet herself. And she had started that, that same May. And I, I, I you know, I, 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 with this friend, I'd confided in her some of the way I was feeling with my mental health. And she's just one of those, you know, people I, I go to to talk to when I can't talk to anybody else. Um, she she kind of took me under her wing. She was definitely uh my Yoda when it came to um the 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 keto life. 
she showed me some uh, some links on YouTube to start researching this diet, and I from there on I just went with it. Um, around July second, uh, day after Canada Day, um, I really Canada Day. I wanted to have one last hurrah, I guess. Um, I went to McDonald's. I had ice cream. I had chips. I had just all sorts of crap. And then the very next day, I basically threw everything out of my house and said it was uh, keto or bust because something had to change. Um, then I I started the journey and I started the Instagram account. Or I'm not sure if I started Facebook account or Instagram account first, but. Uh, I, I I could never weigh myself because I didn't have a scale big enough. So I started doing some some research or whatever and found a uh, a bariatric treatment clinic in our in our local city that I phoned in and I'm like, hey, I I'm not I'm not not a patient, but I'm like 600 pounds and I'm trying to lose weight. Can I come in and use you guys as scale? And they're like, yes, anytime. They were very supportive, and that's that's when it all started for me. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I don't I want I I wanted to get into, I want to get into that side of things eventually, but let's 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 pause for a minute and you've I've, like that journey is is wild but so relatable I think to a lot of the guys out there that are listening chance. And it's it's amazing to it's amazing to me like, you know, as as different as as our lives are, there's touchstone moments there that like I'm I'm just sitting here nodding my head listening to you talk like I remember being that the overweight bullied kid. And when my parents moved after uh, my parents divorced and we stayed in one area for a while, then my mom, we had to move. So we were moving to a new school for like the eighth grade time. And I just remember kind of setting it in my head that I was going to go in and I was going to make people laugh and I was going to disarm people before they started making fun of me because I wasn't going to let that happen again. Like I couldn't deal with that anymore, like going back into that place. And, you know, I went and I made some really great friends, but like that kind of became like you were saying, like you define your identity by those things. And eventually you start to realize that you've built up, you know, a mask that you don't even know what's behind it. And so the only thing you can do is kind of do what, what keeps you comfortable and, and what keeps you feeling good. And, you know, what keeps your, giving you that good feeling, which for, for people, you know, like us, it's food and alcohol and those things. And so I just really, you know, that, that resonates really deeply with me, man. And I think it's, it's, it's brave of you to talk about, you know, the, the mental health side of things, because I think a lot of, a lot of people get to that dark place and don't think anyone else does. And yeah. I, one, I'm, I'm grateful that your attempt was, was failed. Let me just put that out there. Like I, I think Thank it, you. it, it clearly shows that like you're, you're meant for more. You know, like we, you, you know, when something like that happens, like there's, there's something kind of intervening there that shows that there's whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it or think about it. You know, there's a purpose to your life, and you know, it might not have been like that. That moment wasn't necessarily your wake up call, but you know, you were, your life continued, and you were able to kind of, you know continue these patterns and and i i just think it it resonates so much for me like when you said you know you lived the fat guy life like i think yeah. that is some i think that's one of the those things that like when when someone who knows what that means hears it they they almost immediately can click right into what you're talking about yeah for sure like um you know i 
I've listened to a couple of the podcasts. I, I listened to Frank and I listened to Dano and I, I listened to Dusty and, and, and some of the other guys. And it was just like, I actually, I, I remember one, and I don't know if it was your podcast or just on Dusty's, um, one of his own personal videos on his, on his Instagram, um, where he talked about, you know, I was, I was 520 pounds. He was on a Disney trip or something and he couldn't use the bathroom properly. And he, he couldn't, he couldn't clean up himself. And I was listening to that and I was just like, who else goes through that? Like nobody in my, in my own personal world went through those kind of things. No one knew the, the, the embarrassment it was to walk around, not hygienic, you know? And, 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 and then, and then to hear other people talk about that, it's like, it's, it's almost like you instantly want to give these guys a hug and say, thank you, brother, because it's, it's, it's especially where, where, where I come from. I, I always made this, made this joke, um, about buying, buying clothes. I always said, you know, if, if, if I ever, if I ever lost weight, I'm, I'm never, I'm never giving my clothes away to a, to a thrift store. And that's why you never see, you know, big and big and tall clothes or fat guy clothes at a thrift store, especially in my area, because me and the other fat guy that lives 500 miles away, we're keeping everything we got. We're, we're never giving our clothes away because, you know, they're, they're, there just didn't seem to be that many of us around, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah. So no, but uh, I, then go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, no, it just, it was just like one of those things. Like, and, and just to hear others talk that way, you know, it, that also seemed to be like another, another, you know, push along the way. It was like, you, you're, 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 you're no longer alone in, in your struggles, you know? I think I think that's an excellent point. Like I, I think we we start to th- especially when you don't have other bigger people around in your circle, you you start to think you're the only person in the world dealing. You know, even though you know that's not that not the the perspective, you start to get that that close up you know individual perspective that like no one else understands what it's like to to sweat so much when you're drying yourself off after getting out of the shower that you feel like you need another shower. You know, like I I. I remember, you know, I recorded the episode of this podcast, you know, the one of the initial ones that I called my 540 pound life. And I remember talking about challenges, you know, wiping my ass, you know, to to be blunt. And I was I remember saying that out loud and being like, I don't even know what people are going to think about me after I talk about this. And I probably got at least a dozen or more messages within 24 hours of that episode going out of people saying, I thought I was the only person that had to deal with that. I thought I was the only person who carried something around with me to help me do that. I thought I was the only person that would would leave work, make an excuse to leave work, to go home to get clean because there were days that I just couldn't get clean. And there's there's a reality to being that big that like I don't like you're saying like I don't think everyone else necessarily understands one because we don't walk around talking about it. You know, you don't. You know, when you're that big, you don't go to the bathroom, have a problem and come out and sit down with coworkers and be like, let me tell you what just happened. You know, you, you don't, you, you, you don't break a bed and run in, you know, run into your, call your best friend and be like, you are not going to believe what just happened. You know, my bed collapsed. You know, 
I broke a couch at someone's house. Like I had a toilet break off the wall. I remember, you know, I wasn't alone at, Di- at Disney when I broke a toilet off the wall. And I didn't tell the people I was with that that happened. Like, you know, that wasn't like I, it wasn't like everyone get in there and look what I did. Like, you know, with the different, it's a completely different experience when you, you don't, it's almost like the more you know that you're not normal, quote unquote normal, and you're not fitting into the world, the less you want to let people know what's actually happening for you. So it's like, it becomes that insular cycle. Oh, exactly. You know, um, and 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 then you reach the point where you just don't let anybody in anymore. You 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 limit your circle to so small because heaven forbid anybody see your real struggles and even get get close enough to know them. Like and and I guess it goes back to the whole cleaning yourself. I used to go to my 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 mom's house, the house that I grew up in. I would literally bring one of those back scratcher things with me to go to the bathroom. And, and like, I would, I would conceal it underneath my sweater when I would go to the bathroom because that it's, 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 it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. This is the, the life I created for myself. I have to somehow figure out how to deal with it, but prior to losing weight. So let's, let's adapt with a reacher stick, you know, but I don't want to show anyone. So I would, I, it was, it was like when I was a kid walking down the hallway with, with the, the, the bag, bag of cookies underneath my shirt to run and eat them in my closet. It was the same thing. Right. And it's, it's, it's a really surreal feeling to, to do those things. Um, even to, to go out in public and know full well, when you ask at a restaurant booth or a restaurant and they say table or booth, it's like, don't anyone say booth because I will literally lose it on you. And, and, and the small, the small circle of friends knew that it was like, Nope, Nope. It's gotta be a table. We know fat chance is coming. Like we, we, we got to adapt for him. There are even certain, certain um, venues that, that we would, we would go, we wouldn't go to because they weren't designed for a man that was 600 pounds. It's like I've said several times on the, I think on this show, the bigger you get, the smaller your world gets. Yes. And, yes. And, and I think what, and there's, there's two things involved that I, one I think is obvious to people and one I don't think we, we talk about that much. And one is clearly embarrassment, like embarrassment and shame. Like you don't want to have to admit to people that you can't walk across the parking lot and that, you know, Walking to the theater inside of the mall is going to be too much. So we have to go to the theater where you can walk right in from the car and get right to the theater. Like, or the, go, to the, go to the theater that has the arms that moved. I remember I, I didn't go to movie theaters for years because I couldn't fit in the seats at all. And then they finally installed new seats in one of the theaters and the arms went up. And I was, it was like, okay, we're going to this theater every time. And it was probably about five, ten minutes further away than the, the closest theater. And my friends were always like, well, why can't we just go to this one? I'm like, no, this one, the, the projection is so much better and the sound is better and, you know, any excuse you can make. But I, I think there's another side to it, like, that I know was there for me. And I don't know if you think it's there for you as well. But the other thing is, if people were to understand the reality of what life is like at that size, it, when you're so in, enraptured with, with food and with that food addiction, that you know that one of the things they're going to talk about is you changing that behavior. 
and taking away that one thing, you know, taking away that thing that is the only thing at that point, like, because let's be realistic, you know, I wasn't 600 pounds, I was, you know, 540, I was probably 550 at some point. But the only thing I had in my life that gave me any kind of pleasure was food. So the prospect of that food being taken away by someone saying, hey, you should do something about this was almost as terrifying as the, the shame and embarrassment of having to admit that, you know, I couldn't clean myself and had to go home to get in the shower. Oh, no, no, for sure. Like um, times where where we would go out with friends or, or whatever, and the subject of weight would, would get brought up and whether it be brought up about me or, or somebody trying a new diet and to help improve their lives or whatever, you know, it would be brought up and, and, but then everyone would look at me and they'd be like, Oh, well chance, like how, how, how did you get so big? Cause when you're out with us, it, it's, it's not like you're, it's not like you're, you're eating a lot. And I'd be like, Oh no, you know, I, I just eat my normal amount of food and blah, blah, blah. And then I would only eat, you know, just a typical quote unquote normal person serving. And then on my way home, I would stop and get two Big Macs, you know, but, but I, I, I had, I had one friend and he would not put up with any of my BS and he would basically say, no, the reason you are this big and don't tell me otherwise is because you eat too much. He's like, it's science and you can't deny that. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're, you're true, but to hell with you. I won't talk to you for a week now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. for sure. And that, I, yeah, I mean, and that's even something I see now, like when I watch, you know, television programs, like if I've watched episodes of like my 600 pound life or one of, or those kind of shows and you see someone say, I really don't eat that much. You know, I really, I don't under, I don't understand why I'm so heavy. I really don't eat that much. And maybe, Maybe there is a, a disorder that, you know, for 0.001% of the population can cause, you know, every, every ounce of food that goes in the body just to be held somehow. I don't yeah. know if there is, but maybe there is. But let's be realistic. If, if you're over 500 pounds, you're eating a fair amount of food. Like you're, whether, exactly. whether you're, and whether you, you're conscious of it or not, it's happening. And it's, you know, and can it be a combination also of just severely restricted motion and, you know, like you're not burning any calories, like there's all kinds of things that can come into play, but you know, like there's, there's some reality there that's, and that we don't want to face because again, you're, it's like, you know, the, a, a drug addict knows what they're doing, you know, someone who is that, you know, someone who's 500, 600 pounds, we know, we know what we're doing. Without a doubt, we know, you know, every, every time I, I would, I would, everyone would go to bed in my house and then I would, I, that's when I would, that's when I would feast. Right. And, and I knew full well, opening that second pack of raw ramen noodles, what I was doing to myself. I, I, I knew full well that that was, you know, that was, that was a terrible thing to do. Did it stop me? Nope. <laughs> Because I, because I just, I just didn't care enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. Like, I, I think I, cause there is like you, like you talked about, like there's a real mental health side, you know, to these, these issues. Like, and I think it's, it's amazing that like you, you were able to reach out in, in January of 2019 to, to get help. Like what, 
What do you think was the real catalyst moment that encouraged you to, to make that decision? In, um, you know, I, I, I think it came to the point where, yes, I hated myself so much, but with only having one source of income in our household, thing, things were adding up. Things were adding up a lot. Um, we, 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 were, we were at the point, it was like, you have to do something or you're going to be homeless. You like you, you have to, you, you made a promise to a person that you'd be there for her. And now she's been the only one in the last three years that has been there for you. Smarten up. And, 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 you know, it was, it was that same, that same person, um, my, my, my keto Yoda Amber that kind of driven that point home. And that same buddy of mine, Jeremy, that, that would not let me, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't let me get, wouldn't let me get away with my bullshit. You know, those people were, 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 were definitely, you know, like, Hey dude, like, come on now, smarten up. And, um, and, and, and that's kind of when, what the thought went through my mind is like, so you're going to be 600 pounds homeless and most likely divorced if you don't take some sort of initiative. And I mean, at that point in time, I didn't know much. I didn't know much about eating, but I, but I knew there was something wrong mentally that was causing a lot of it. So that's when I was like, first, first step. I mean, at 600 pounds, I wasn't going to walk into the gym. I needed to slowly, painfully walk up two, or, uh, two steps, not two flights of stairs, two steps, open the door and down a hallway to start my journey. And like, even, even like, even like I said, that, that short walk into the office of this clinic was, was, was a killer, um, physically as well as emotionally, because I, I had some baggage that I needed to unload and I needed to get right with my head. I, 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 I ultimately I needed to start loving myself so I could love my life and the people in it and, and, and give not only them, but myself, the quality of life that I truly deserve. And Chance, what, because I, I think there's probably a lot of, lot of men and women out there listening that are in that place of, of not loving themselves. And I, I'm just curious, like, I know you don't have the answers for everyone, and that's not what I'm, what I'm asking about, but I'm just curious for you, Chance, what did the process of finding, you know, figuring out how to love yourself look like? Like, what was that part of your journey like? Um, that part, I guess, it, it you know, it, it started with obviously like uh, reaching out and getting the help, going to counseling, um, learning new coping skills, just kind of how to deal with stress a bit. And like, I'm not a, I'm not a professional, so I'm not going to say this is exactly how you do it. This is blah, 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 blah. Um, but, but the one thing that really, and I want to drive this point home to anyone that listens is just be 110% completely honest with yourself. You don't love yourself because you're fat. Don't eat. Just, just, I mean, eat to be healthy, but don't overeat. Like, you know, we, we all, we all get that time where we want to use that food for comfort, but just don't do it. You know why you're here. 
you be 100% honest with yourself and then, and, and not just with yourself, but in all aspects of life, you know, like no, no, no more trying to lie to the man in the mirror, no more trying to lie to your friends, no more trying to lie to the internet, if, if you will, or anything, just be real. And, 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 and if you can be real and honest with yourself, I, I truly believe that that change will come about. And, and, and it sucks because there's so much you don't want to be real with because it, it's embarrassing. It hurts. It, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And no, and, and then, then that's why it is tough. It's tough because it's real. So that's, that's what, what really kicked it into gear for me is just being honest and being real. And, and once I was okay with those realities, then it was okay to love myself. And, 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 and to start being okay with who I was at that time and know that I can change. And how did that lead to you actually making the change chance? So like, we know that it was, you know, May of, of 2019, you had another infection. Um, and it was July you know, that you really kind of, and, and, and I got to laugh because like, I don't know, like if you've heard me say before, like I was definitely also like the flip the switch keto guy, like, you know, last day. And then I, I think I stayed up till midnight purging my house, like carrying boxes of food out to the garbage, um, just to get everything out because the next morning, whether I was ready or not, I was starting, you know, I was diving in. So you, it was July of, of 2019 that you got started, man. Like, what enables you, what do you think really enabled you to be able to get that start going? And, and what was it about keto that, that drew you to it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess for, for me to really get it going, like I said, I had a friend and she was very helpful, sent me some links on, uh, on YouTube. I, I just started, I started researching and researching and basically like the whole month of June, I, I, I spent watching videos and, and and looking up Instagram accounts and being smart enough to figure out what was real and what was complete bullshit. Um, because, because there's a lot of that out there. There's so much keto BS. And I mean, common sense dictates this is BS and this is real. Um, and, 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 and I, 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 I try to go a scientific approach about it. Um, and, and, and if you could do this for X amount of days, then, then I would be good. So like, like none like yourself did. I, um, I, I, I purged my house of everything bad. Went and bought a couple hundred bucks worth of groceries. Um, and, and, and that was it. I, I made a meal plan. I seen these people making a meal plan. I, I right off the bat in, incorporated, uh, 16 and eight fasting, because that's something if you research keto, that comes up a lot. So I researched fasting and 16 and eight to me just seemed like this is perfect because I, 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 even in my fat life, unless someone was bringing me McDonald's or, you know, bacon, eggs, hash browns, and, and, and toast and pancakes, I wasn't, I wasn't eating breakfast. I just never, never fell into my category. I, I never liked it unless it was a full on grease fest. So your, your, your typical morning breakfast was not my thing. So I'm like, yeah, well, I can, I can set my eating window between 
um, seven or uh, uh, seven at night to eleven o'clock in the morning. That that's that's perfect for me, right? And and so I I, I downloaded the Carb Manager app, did all my macros and did all my calorie intake and and all that that I learned, and I I I, I pre-planned for like the first basically two weeks. I I pre-planned all my meals to fit into my calories and macros. And then I would enter them into the app every day. And then sometimes I'd be like, okay, 11 o'clock rolled around. I'm going to have a hard boiled egg, you know? And, and, and that's kind of what I needed to do to sort of like at first coax myself into it. I needed to have that something at 11 o'clock just to make sure I could make it through the day upped my water like it was nobody's business. Um, I, oh, I guess I should go back first to that first week. I went out and bought a big old jug of protein powder because that's, that's, that's kind of what I seen online. So I was like, yeah, I'll have a protein shake in the morning. And, you know, within the first two weeks, I, I stopped using the protein powder because I, I just found it, it worked for me to just, you know, have have like i said and have a have a have a hard-boiled egg and then basically you know maybe a piece of cheese around three o'clock if i was really starting to get owly and then have my supper because i i'm i'm a big guy i like food i always will like food i like to cook food i like to celebrate with food that's that's part of my whole thing and the idea of eating three simple meals a day and three small snacks it's just a tease. I, I'm so teased by that. I like to sit down and have a big old plate of food and be good with it. And that's kind of what I've, uh, what I've adapted. And um, as far as why keto worked so well, it really had all the foods I like to eat to begin with in it, aside from junk food. Aside from junk food. Like, um, I've never been a big carbs and pasta and bread guy. That's never been my my thing. Um, junk food for me was like chips, pop, candy bars, cookies, right? Ice cream from time to time. But really, I would overindulge on on keto food in 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 my in my you know past life of binging and and constantly trying to full be full. Like I would I would wake up in the middle of the night and eat an, eat an entire block of cheese. That 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 that's why. That's how I got big. Or, you know, when I would, like, decide to eat something for my first meal a day, well, I wouldn't just have, like, five or six strips of bacon and three eggs. No, I'd have six eggs and two pack, like, two packs of bacon. That, that was it. And then I'd have supper. And supper would just be this big, massive meal as well. So I definitely had to cut back on my meals. And, yeah, for the first month, it was tough. But... Kind of, I, I, I don't know if this is an actual fact or whatever, but it, I've, I've heard it said before, like if you can do something for 17 hours or 72 hours, you can break an addiction physically. Like, like, like with, with nicotine, when I quit smoking, I watched an ASAP science video that said uh, 72 hours and then all the nicotine is out of your body. So my thing was like, okay, no sugar, no carbs for 72 hours. You should be fine. After that, it's just a mental game. You've worked hard for the last almost year now on getting your mental game strong. 
time to start flexing that brain a little bit and do this for yourself. And literally from there, it just took off. And now it's morphed into, I'll do the odd 36 hour fast. I'm basically on a good day. OMAD. I only eat one meal a day. It's just your body gets used to the feeding times, right? So for, for, for me, I consume 1800 to 2000 calories daily. Um, some days more, some days less. It, 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 it all depends. It's just one of those things where I've learned to listen to my body. Um, maybe because I'm no longer feeding it, it's no longer craving. It's no longer saying, okay, feed me some more, feed me some more, feed me some more. And, and that's, that's one thing too, why I, why I like to stick to the one meal a day and maybe a snack to break the fast kind of thing is because grazing never worked for me. Grazing just led me to more grazing. Mm. And yeah, so that's that. Yeah, that's an awesome point. And so let's, let's talk about what's happened on keto for you. You've, you've made, you've made a, you've, you've, I mean, I don't, I don't want to exaggerate, but you've had a little bit of progress, man. Yeah. Just, just, just a bit. Um, uh, I guess, yeah, committed, uh, July 2nd, um, by October 9th, I had lost my first hundred pounds, which was like, all right, this, this is, this is something lifelong here. And then from there, I, I set another goal. Um, Christmas was coming up and a few months away. I thought, how cool would that be to be 150 pounds down by Christmas? I also told myself that even if I didn't hit that goal, it would be okay. But that's something to push forward to. And, uh, December 14th, I hit the scale and, uh, 150 pounds was gone. All right. Set, set, set the new goal to, to get to 200 pounds lost and into the 300s. And that goal was hit uh, March 25th, 2020. Which is, and, is just about a week ago from when we're recording. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty much just a week ago, yeah. So um, that's that's been that. Um, lately, um, if anyone listens and follows social media and Instagram and the uh, – keto get fit world i've been challenged to a lot of these fitness challenges and and i love it i've been taking it and running with it and that's um definitely sparked a fire in me i used to just do uh walks around town and do some weightlifting in my garage when the weather was nice because it's not heated or insulated but um yeah now i've taken even when it is cold just get those workouts done, get them get started as a challenge. And now it's, uh, now it's a challenge for myself just to make sure I show up and be accountable to myself on, on a, on a daily basis. And speaking of, of workout challenges, something I do have to highlight is because chance you're in, you're in Canada. Yeah. Correct. What part of Canada yeah. are you in? Just so people know. Um, Saskatchewan, Canada. So okay. if someone wanted to go like from where I live, to say like Minot, North Dakota, about a two-hour drive. Okay. Yeah. And and, ch and chance I one I won't ask about beady eyes and floppy heads, even though I want to. 
<laughs> which is the South Park thing that, you know, I, I yeah. do want to ask about, but I won't. I won't. I'll hold back from okay. that. Okay. What I do want to highlight is Chance has what I consider to be the quintessential It's Cold in Canada workout gear. That I've seen <laughs> yes. you recommending you've recommending to people, and what what are you wearing when you work out most times, Chance? Um, most times when it's cold, I uh, I throw on uh, a pair of long johns, a pair of sweatpants, and then my uh, Carhartt bib overalls. They 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 cut the wind, and Carhartt, you better have the check in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I mean they need they need you need to be a Carhartt sponsored athlete, man, because I just I uh, it was it might have been a week or two ago. I just saw you had posted or commented on one of your posts. You're like, you know, the overalls, they don't fall down no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, oh, exactly. They, 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 they are a trooper. And, um, you know, I, I, I wore them and always will wear them in the industries that I work in. And, you know, I, I, I swear by them and they, they, they don't sag off your butt. And I know some workout gear, some Under Armour stuff that's real tight. That might look good on uh, on Paro, but for this guy, I'm not there yet. So you know. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and I I think it's awesome. Like I I do. I think it's because let's be let's be realistic. Like you're moving. You know you you're oh, yeah. you're going up you're up and down push ups planking. Like you got a lot going on, man. I think it's really it's it's definitely inspiring. It and I think I think there's something to be said. Like so you know you're. I, I've had a couple of guests on the show that wanted to talk when they hit their 200 pound down mark. And for some of those guys, the 200 pounds down is the end of the road. But for you, th there's, there's still a whole lot of road left, man. And like what I, what oh, I really, yeah, what, I would, what I would just love to talk about for a minute, like, because I, I think mindset when working on your mindset has clearly been a key part of your journey. Like how for, for you, how do you celebrate that 200 pounds down and then still look ahead and say okay 200 down we still got a ways to go let's keep trucking like what what is what is the focus you keep to help you do that um yeah 200 pounds down uh huge goal but like like ultimately when i first started this my i i set my goal to 300 right um what's keeping me motivated is that number um it's also that I, I, you know, I, I just, it's just this time in my life that I feel I, I do deserve that. So I've made that mental shift and, you know, ultimately what's, what's kind of cool is, is the whole Instagram community. They are a driving force. And, and, and I said in a post yesterday, I said, or the day before, I'm not sure which it is. I, I, I feel like I want to show up for them but also for myself, you know, like, like, I, like I have, I have so many people cheering me on and I've, I've never felt anything like that before. And it is such an amazing supportive community. And so, yeah, ultimately like I, I want to show up for myself, but it's kind of cool to show up for other, other people. You, you feel like you're, like you're part of something bigger than yourself, but still at the end of the day, do it for you, do it for number one. Right. Um, I, again, my, my, my family is a huge factor in that. I, I want to keep doing that for them. Um, my wife and I eventually want to have our children of our own. And, you know, I, I, I want to be that dad that's there, that's there for his kids. You know, I want to I be able to run and play. I got nieces and nephews that this summer, they're going to see a whole new Uncle Chance, and it's going to be amazing. 
it's 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 gonna it's gonna be great like um my my whole family's kind of outdoorsy and 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 rural folk so you know you spend a lot of time outdoors uh walking through the woods and whatnot and and that and that's that's something that i've missed out on the last six years it seems and i i got a lot of catching up to do and that's that's what's driving it home for me for sure and and i have no doubt you're gonna do that catching up man and i want you to know that like as as much as you're you know you're feeling support from people like you're inspiring people every day like i have to let you know that there were a, a number of people that are like have you talked to chance yet are you going to talk to chance are you getting chance on the show uh i even recorded with someone the other day who brought you up um oh and, okay yeah and i'm not gonna I, I i he was very excited when i said well i'm recording with him in a couple of days and he was like oh that's awesome um, oh, that's that's so flattering. It, yeah, it was our it was our, our mutual Instagram friend Luke. Um, okay, Luke yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and Luke, he was Luke actually been a definite. He's and been I a definite I, hero to me. So, and I think I found your account initially because of him. Like, I think he was like, "You need to check this guy out." Like a couple months okay. ago, but like I I think so. I that's one of the things I think is really incredible about you know the Instagram community, like. As as much as as we get from it, you know, you have the opportunity to give back and give that same yes. energy over to someone else and to give that same inspiration to someone else and to have that person who's out there because you and I, I'm sure you know too, but there are so many people out there who aren't on the at the forefront of the of these communities on Instagram who are 500, 600, 700 pounds and don't know what to do and are are scared and trying to get started and. I hear from those people a lot, and I I think what you're do like in a lot of ways like you're you're leading by example, man, and showing that like it's possible to make some real change, and to make it happen, and to make it happen. Like, let's be realistic. Like, you haven't even come up on a year yet in terms of this journey you've been on. Like, so there's there's something really powerful about what you're doing that I I think inspires people, and not everyone's going to lose at the same rate, and all of that is 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 real and per and fine and like great, but. I think what you're showing is that by getting not just your your body right but your head right, you're able to kind of create this synergy that that drives that success forward. And I think that's something that is is inspiring, you know, to everyone, even even to me where I'm at now. Like I watch what you do every day, and I think, okay, Chance is doing this. You know, I have no excuse why. You know, it's not as cold where I am as where he is. Like, there's no excuse why I'm not getting outside today. Like, I think, I mean, th don't get me wrong. It's cold here. And let me tell you something you're going to learn. The more weight you lose, the colder you're going to get. Oh, you know, like, you're, it's, I'm so sure you're noticing cold. it already. But like, like I yeah. am cold when it's not 70 degrees. I am. I'm in a hoodie. Like right now in my apartment, I think it's 69 degrees. I have a hoodie yeah. and sweatpants on because I'm like, um, it's cold. Like le legit. Same thing. I, I keep my thermostat around 70 degrees right now. And I have a I have a long sleeve tee and my carhartt sweater on and big fluffy sweatpants at the moment so yeah i like and and even even the other day it was like plus temperatures here sun was shining i shared a picture i was in my shorts yeah but but like it was still damn cold <laughs> so and 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 as for the um inspiring other people i that to me is just it it, it melts my heart i've had numerous people reach out to me um, even one young gentleman last night reached out to me and I, he's just like, oh man, your, your, your account's so big, you know, I, you know, I, I just, I just can't seem to gain followers. And I'm like, 
well dude it's it's not about followers it's about you and his his tag is about him i was like it's about that man and that tag so like don't worry about that i'm not worried about it. i'm grateful for everyone that in, that follows me and that i'm inspired by and that i can inspire but at the end of the day if this all you know i lost a million followers or never gained another one i'd be okay with that you know because it ultimately it's 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 about me at at the end of the day and and yeah and if i can encourage someone message me uh, I'm not an expert by any means, not by any means at all, but this is what I do. And, and heck, if anyone even just wants to talk, feel free message. I feel like this is a good point throughout. What is your Instagram handle so people can find you chance? Um, at fat underscore chance underscore trying. There we go. And, and you'll see, if you go on to chances account, you're going to see all these different things that he's doing. And, you know, it's just fantastic. Like, cause I see you not just taking action, but, you know, kind of sharing things and sharing other people. And I just think there's some great energy there, man. And that just has shown this real kind of evolution for you. And I, that's why I want to, so like, let's, you know, we were talking about how, you know, you've got goals down the line, but let's, let's talk about today, like right now, 200 pounds down. What are, what are the big changes in your life? Like, what are the things that you're noticing? Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I guess I'm noticing I'm, I'm a lot happier these days. Um, my, my mood is no longer negative toward everything. Like, like sure. I, I get my down days and, and everyone does, but I, I feel I can just snap out of them more. Um, I'm, I, I'm spending a lot more quality family time where we're, we're getting out of the house. We're doing things together as a family inside the house. And that's, you know, something that I, that I've missed for a long time. So, so we're doing that. Um, my, my, my confidence and anxiety have seemed to like, I mean, I'm, I'm still pretty, pretty, a pretty anxious person, but I'm, I'm able to put myself out there when it comes to job interviews these days. I, I used to at 600 or 500, 600 pounds in and around that mark, I, I would go for a job interview or something. And I would get to the door and I'd just turn around and drive away. I wouldn't even go because I was, I was too anxious to go in inside of the building. So, but, but now that, that doesn't happen. I, 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 made a, I made a post one day where I was at the supermarket and I was buying groceries and I used to just always hate doing it. And, um, and, I, and I just hated the world and the people around me. And, but, but I guess I just felt confident and this, you know, you exchange glances with a stranger and this woman, she smiled at me and I smiled back and it felt like, and I, and I had to stop and think about it for a second. It felt like the most surreal thing because it's like, wow, she didn't view me as this big, disgusting slob of a person. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I'm not a mind reader, but I think ultimately it was that confidence I had in myself to exchange pleasantries with someone that, that, that's, that's changed so much in my world. It's just, I, I just. I'm just happy. <laughs> right. And your perception of that moment is an mm -hmm. enormous change. Like, because yeah. we can't, we can't control what other people think. And we know that no. like, there's no way you can. So maybe she was like, Oh, look, there you wonder what he's getting. Oh, <laughs> right. God. Uh, yeah. Where's the cookies? Um, yeah, exactly. But that, the fact that that wasn't the immediate thought coming into your head, I think shows like a real kind of growth in your perspective. Like you're able to own, own your own your place in space now 
instead of having to be like um, something that I have to apologize for, I'm something that has to kind of like hide, you know, you're able exactly. to, to just have those moments where you just exist. And I think that yeah. is one of the things like that's a, that's something for me, honestly, that's been become really powerful is like, you know, this when you're over 500 pounds, you're used to every eye going on you when you walk into a room. Oh, you know? without a doubt. And, yes. And it's and it's not made up. You know, part of it is built up in our heads, but it's not it's not made up that people are like, where's that person sitting? Especially, you know, getting on a plane at 540 pounds. Like, who's he sitting there? What's going on? Um, and now when I can walk into a room and no one even turns ahead and it's not even I'm not even noticed. It's like you, you have this moment of like. I I'm as I'm a normal person in this room right now, and I know there's going to be some people that are like, everyone's normal. Yes. But what I'm getting at is that I'm not on display anymore because. No, and that's exactly. A, and that's a And that's a change that I have to make. That's a change that has to happen, too, like in terms of like my attitude towards that, because I think we also get used to that attention and get used to especially on a weight loss journey. We get used to becoming the weight loss person, the one that. Every time someone see every time someone sees you every other month and they're like, Oh wow, you've lost more weight, you've lost more weight, like I'm not losing any more weight now. So I don't have that new experience. And I'm meeting people now who have no idea what I was like before. Like they they don't know me as anything anything else but what I am today. And that's a that's a whole different level of challenge and experience, you know, that you're heading into. Like it's it's something that I I think, you know, is is rewarding, but also is just like a whole new dimension to like challenge and perspective on ourselves. No, no, definitely, definitely is. And, you know, I, I just feel that it's, it's, it's a good thing to be self-aware of those things. And, and like, like, like you said about, you know, there will be some people that say, well, everybody's normal. Everyone's normal and everyone likes to watch a train wreck too, right? So when you are a 600-pound man walking into the room, I don't care how normal we all are, we'll all watch a train wreck. We'll all stop and take notice of what's going on, right? It's, 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 it's cruel, but it's the truth. You know, like I, 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 I know, I mean, again, I'm not a mind reader, but I know which way your head turned when I walked into the room. Right. Right. And that's, and I, and I've even had that experience now where I'm somewhere with, with people I know and that, that 500, 600 pound person walks in and immediately people are looking at me and saying, you should go talk to him. You should go, you know, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know that person. I'm like, there's a good chance he would punch me if I just walked up and said, hey, would you like to talk about keto? Let's let's have a weight loss chat. Like, like, that's a whole different thing. Like, but I, I like, but like you're saying is like, it is, you know, whether it's out of concern or it's out of morbid curiosity, you know, people's heads turn. And like, so to have that experience change, and even to have our perception of that experience change, I think, is a powerful thing. Very powerful, yes. So, Chance, 200 pounds down, more to go. What, what do you see as the major challenges that lay ahead for you? Um, I guess right now, um, I, I, I've noticed, because like, I, I do chart all my, all my monthly averages of weight. And, and I have noticed that unless I am pushing real hard and tracking every morsel, it is slowing down. 
I, I was, I was at the average of like 20 to 25 pounds a month. And now it can, can range from like 12 to 13. So that's something just because I've, I, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot easier to, when, when you, when you are in a, you know, a deficit in calories, it's a lot easier to have that weight fall off when you are bigger. So that's something I'm going, I'm going to have to, you know, make okay with my mind and be like, it's, it's okay. Um, I, I am, uh, sticking to these workouts. It's definitely something I'm going to have to try to, cause there are some days that I just don't want to do it. Um, because naturally it's something that I'm not used to, but you know, you, you just show up, do it. And the moment like, and, and I know it sounds cliche to say, but the moment you do it, you're, you're so glad you did. So that's, that's one thing. And other than that, I guess just keep grinding till I get to that 300 goal. And if that, I, I, I don't believe that that's going to come by July. I, there, there, I don't believe that for one second, but if, if, and, and again, I've kind of told myself if it doesn't come within two years, that's okay. As long as I make an honest effort again, like I go back to saying being 110% honest with yourself, be honest with yourself on the things I ate, be honest with yourself on, on how I'm, how I'm, um, confronting these challenges. I, I, I have no doubts that you're, you're going to get there when it, when it's time for it to happen, man. And exactly. I think your, pers- I think your perspective on that is really right. Like I think, and that's one of the things that I, I, I think I see people, especially when they have a lot of weight to lose, like where you're really, bu- you know, you're buoyed by the, the rapid weight loss in the beginning when you're, when you're very heavy, like it comes, it drops, it drops fast. And that eventually changes because your body pushes back. You know, our bodies, is, as much as it's not healthy for them to be 500 pounds, they're, they're used to it and they want to push back to that place. So like you're, it's almost like you're fighting your body by what you're doing. And you have, but I think you, you hit on something so key, man. Like it's not, it's not that you have to, you know, accept the number that you're seeing. It's like get your head right with knowing you're still doing the work and it's still working. You know, going from 25 pounds a month to 12 pounds a month is still incredible, you know, and is still is still a sign that what you're doing is working and like not freaking out and being like, well, I should cut another five or 600 calories, you know, to keep up that same pace. Like, I think knowing that you're giving your body enough fuel to be healthy and you're taking care of yourself and you're OK with knowing that these journeys take time and we didn't gain the weight overnight and we didn't we weren't only big for two years. So if it takes two or three years for us to get the weight off, like that's, that's the penance we pay, you know, that's what we end up, you know, having to put back into it. Like the work for not doing the work for all those years, that's what we have, you know, kind of like the price we pay to, to get to the place that a healthy place that we need to be. And I, I also think honestly, the faster someone loses the weight, the less time they have to work on the mental side of things. That's exactly what I was going to say there. Um, you know, it, it's it's probably a, a a good thing that it doesn't come off overnight, and you know, it it, it just gives us time to comprehend the, what we're thinking in these moments. Like, okay, now I've lost two hundred pounds. How should my mind react to this new new way of life? How should my mind react to this new way of thinking? And I think that's why overnight weight loss is 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 not always the best thing because we don't have enough time to to learn about our, our new self. We don't have enough time to be introspective with who we are at that 
weight at that present time. Mm. I think that makes a lot of sense, man. So Chance, you, you've talked a lot about your journey and the and really you've shared, I think, some insightful lessons that you've learned along the way and some, I think, things that people can apply to their own journeys, whether their experiences are exactly like yours or not. Like, are there is there is there anything that you wanted to talk about today that we haven't gotten to cover yet? You know, Gormy, honestly, I think I've covered just about everything so far. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm excited just to know that, you know, this we can we can call this part one because, you know, we can you can come back when you when you get to that goal and we can we can circle back on the the, the whole the journey as a whole, man. I think that would be awesome. Right. That would be great. Yes. So we know that people know how to find you on Instagram, fat underscore chance underscore trying, chance trying on Instagram. Yep. Chance, are you ready for your run through the fat guy five? I have been waiting for this all week. <laughs> Here we go, man. Here we go. And you are getting the original questions, probably one of the last to get the originals. So okay. here we here we go. First chance, living or dead, who is your favorite fat guy? Um, gotta be Chris Farley. Gotta be Chris Farley. Um, and 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 one because obviously he's he's hilarious. And even though I, I say I, I put the mask on to to be the clown, I, I just I I found after watching different biographies about him and whatever, it's like he he let himself live that fat guy life. You know, he put on the the mask to make people happy, to deflect, and yet he went home and he coped with food, booze, and pills. You know. And that, then ultimately, that was his demise, and that's 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 a lot of a, a lot of the great, you know, comedic fat guys live that fat guy life. You know, they they had the same emotional feelings that you or I've had. You know, so definitely Chris Farley, love him, love his work. Yeah, there we go. Question number two, Chance. I, I think you started to get into this a little bit, but tell us at your heaviest, what was your in your bigger days? I guess better way to put it. Uh, what was your quintessential fat guy meal? Um, well, we we talked about what I like to eat, but but my my go to was uh, Chinese food buffet. I would destroy one of those, and um, it was it's funny. Like leading up to this, uh, when you asked me to interview, I, I went into the city and I seen that big red Chinese buffet sign from the one I always used to go to with my family. But then because I was a 600 pound man, that was like the more popular, more busy one during lunch hours. So I would drive to the other side of the city to go to the less popular one, just so I didn't have as many people looking at me. Yeah. But I would get the same fill of garbage. So. Oh, yeah. Understood. Understood. Well, man, understood. Well, question number three, Chance. So now's your, you know, now's your chance, Chance. Um, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen at some point. Like I was, oh, I, definitely. I, I, That's... in my head, I, I knew that was going to happen at some point. We had to, had to get it out of the way. Uh, yeah. I, I waited, I waited to the end. I held it off. I held it off almost to the very end, man. So Perfect. <laughs> Chance, what is your number one piece of advice to someone out there to help them get their journey started? <clears throat> um, number one piece of advice. And something I've been kind of saying this whole interview and, and talk is learn to be honest with yourself, get that mental health, right. And love yourself. 
I guess, I guess that's three piece of it, pieces of advice, but they all sort of go together. Once you start being honest with yourself and everything, you can accept the things that were wrong and deal with them first on and start making that mindset change so you can just go out there and be the best version of yourself. One that shows yourself some compassion and shows yourself some grace. There you go. I love that, man. Question number four, what podcast, YouTube channel, book, resource, influencer, do you recommend to someone that needs motivation? Um, you know, for, 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 uh, for me starting out, um, I, I, I guess like I just started on, on YouTube and Instagram, but the, the one guy that kind of lit, lit the fire for me was dusty lost 300. That guy, even though he's, he's kind of back, kind of not did his sabbatical or, or whatever. It, he just preaches such a positive message and kind of the same message about like, um, making that mental shift too. And, and, and loving yourself too. He's definitely been one of the guys that I've, I've, uh, I've followed from my beginning of my journey. So it'd be him. There you go. That's awesome. Dusty's an incredible person. And question number five, Chance, last one. What is one goal you have for the next year that is not health, fitness, or weight loss related? Um, get back to work. <laughs> as, as hopefully as soon as this COVID-19 thing dies down, I'm at the point in my life where I'm, I'm you know, I'm not healthy. I'm not, I mean, like I'm getting healthier. I'm not, I'm not an athlete by any, any stretch of the imagination, but I am able to physically do all sorts of things. So I want to get back into the workforce. And, uh, I think that would also make me feel very good mentally and feel like I'm serving more of a purpose in life. So that, that is goal number one. There you go. I love that, man. And I have no doubt that once, once this whole mess that we're all in clears, you know, whatever the new, whatever the new normal be becomes, I'm, I have no doubt you'll make that goal happen. So I, I'm really sure you will, man. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. So Chance, I, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and being open today and sharing your story and your journey with everyone. And obviously, man, congratulations on that huge milestone that you, you just hit. I, I'm, I'm really excited to watch what comes next for you. Awesome, man. Yeah. And big, big thank you for having me, inviting me and, uh, yeah, keep doing you and I'll keep doing me, man. That's 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 all a person can do, right? Indeed so it thanks is, man. A lot again. You're very, very welcome, my friend. So connect with with Chance on Instagram. He's definitely someone to watch and, and reach out to. And I'm sure that, you know, once you if you haven't checked him out already, you're gonna definitely be inspired by what you see. And my friends, don't don't forget, just like Chance, you're an amazing person. So go out there and do something today to amaze yourself. And then come on back and catch me again soon on the Fat Guy Forum.